Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana White. I blog almost every day as Noni over at aslobcomesclean.com. Noni is short for anonymous, and that's where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out how to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people who don't necessarily love cleaning and organizing. Thank you for joining me today. This is podcast number 78. I'm calling it lifestyle of decluttering or a lifestyle of decluttering or what a lifestyle of decluttering looks like. Whatever I decide to do when I actually type this out. Anyway, um, before we get started, just a quick reminder or actually just a quick letting you know. Patrons, those of you who are patrons, uh, we do have a private hangout coming up for December, and I'm going to have that on Thursday, December 17th at 10 a.m. Central Time. I know some of you are all over the world, so um, maybe you can search time zone calculator. Anyway, uh, private hangout, December 17th. If you'd like to know how to become a patron, uh, just stay through to the end, and I will explain it. Um, And for everybody, open to everybody and everybody and anybody, except for, you know, like weirdos. If, but anyway, not the endearing kind of weirdos like I consider myself, but the real weirdos. Anyway, um, video hangouts. I'm going to be doing video hangouts the week after Christmas. Um, just kind of warning you, you may be either not listening to this until that week anyway, because you're busy with Christmas as I am, as I'm recording it, or you, um, may be listening to this ahead of time thinking, I can't think about decluttering. I can't think about that, which is exactly what I would be doing. Um, but just so you know, you're going to wake up on December 26th, um, or I know you're, I have never fully understood how it's different. Isn't, doesn't Europe celebrate Christmas on the 26th? Is that something I remember when I was teaching in Thailand and I had kids from Europe and they tried to explain it to me and I can't remember the details anymore. But anyway, you're going to wake up the day after Christmas. I'm just telling you, and you're going to want to declutter it hits the entire world. Like the whole world feels this way on that day. That's when my traffic surges. I used to think it was just me. I was like, I don't know why it is, but every January, I just feel like getting rid of stuff. Well, yeah, so does everybody else. So, um, just to let you know that I'm going to be doing live video, interactive video, um, that week. I'm not sure exactly when, I'm not sure exactly which platform I'm going to use. And the reason I'm saying that is that I have heard that Facebook is kind of little by little releasing the ability for pages to do live video. And I would love to do it on Facebook because I feel like that's where so many people, so many of you are. We have 145,000 people there now. <laughs> anyway, um, so I'm going to be doing live video somehow, some way. Um, if you would like to be alerted when that live video is coming or when it goes live, uh, you can sign up for a special email list at aslobcomesclean.com slash club. That's C-L-U-B. Because on the spur of the moment, I decided to call this the decluttering club. So 
uh, go to aslobcomesclean.com slash club. If you are already signed up for my email list, thank you very much. Y'all are my favorites. Um, but, uh, go ahead and sign up for this one as well. Um, just so that you get these alerts. Cause I'm not going to send them to everybody. I just want it to be the people who actually want to know about that. Cause I don't want to bug those people, those other people. Does that make sense? Anyway, um, which if you're not signed up for my regular email list, go ahead and sign up for that too. Okay. Um, I am talking about a lifestyle of decluttering because this is something that over time I just started kind of casually mentioning, Oh, well, we live a lifestyle of decluttering now. Do why, why in my head do I talk like a valley girl? It's, I mean, I really do talk like I'm talking right now in real life, but whenever I'm repeating myself, for some reason, it goes to valley girl. I'm sorry. I am a child of the eighties. So, uh, anyway, I do mention that casually because that has been a big change, but it's been a very gradual change. And I had somebody ask, what does the lifestyle of decluttering look like? Can you explain that? What does that mean? So I've thought about it a lot because that question was a long time ago. Anyway, sorry that I'm just now answering it. Um, but let me explain. Okay. So when I started, even before I started the blog, I had, you know, I just felt like I was drowning in clutter. Hence the ebook that I have written called Drowning in Clutter. I really felt like that. It's actually a physical feeling that I just felt like I was being suffocated by the amount of stuff in my home. And yet I didn't quite make the connection that once that stuff was gone, I would feel like I could breathe more easily. I, I know, even though, yes, I do feel like I can breathe more easily once the stuff is gone. But for some reason, I just felt like I was... I was just overwhelmed and couldn't, couldn't handle it. There was so much stuff in my home. So I was getting rid of stuff and getting rid of stuff. Even before I started the blog, started the blog, really, really focused in on getting rid of stuff, getting stuff out of my house. As I did that, I started to understand the concept of a clutter threshold, meaning, oh, if I have less stuff in my house, I'm able to keep it under control. Hello. But that was completely shocking to me. Like I had not made that connection that the reason, one of the reasons my house was so messy all the time was I had too much stuff and I can't personally keep that much stuff under control. My mom can, she can keep all kinds of amounts of stuff under control because it just comes naturally to her to keep it under control. For me, it doesn't. And I realize less stuff equals my house not getting as out of control as often. Okay. Um, so, but I was very purposeful about getting things, getting rid of things as I got rid of things, rid of things, as I got rid of things, I gained confidence and changed the way I viewed things. And, um, through that process of, you know, asking my two simple decluttering questions, which are, if I needed this item, where would I look for it first? And then take it there right now. The second question is, um, if I ever actually, needed this item, would it ever occur to me to even look for it that I already had one? Um, so answering those two questions about so many things in my home helped me, you know, with such focus helped me change the way I thought of stuff. It helped me change the way I thought of things in the store. You know, I yesterday went to Tuesday morning. If you don't have Tuesday morning, it's kind of a, if you have big lots, Tuesday morning is like big lots, but 
way, way classier. I mean, they have nice things that are, I guess, overstock of other stores, or I don't know exactly how it works, but you know, it used to be, and I actually remember when it used to be on a Tuesday morning, like it used to be an actual big, unique sale that was only open certain times. And I think that anyway, I'm not going to go into talking about Tuesday morning, but my point is I've been to Tuesday morning, which is the name of a store. And if you've ever been to Tuesday morning, you know that because it's full of all kinds of unique and interesting things that, um, it's really hard to be in that kind of a store because I like cool and interesting things. And my brain starts to go, Oh, I could totally, Oh my goodness. I could do. Oh, Oh, that is so cool. Who would have ever even thought that they make something like that? Um, and it makes me realize yesterday. So my mother-in-law, I took her to get her hair done. Uh, cause my niece is getting married this weekend. And so she went to get her hair done and, um, she's back home now. Those of you who have prayed for her, I am so amazingly grateful. I really, truly, I keep reminding her cause she tends to fall into some negativity. I tend to, re- I, I constantly remind her, I'm like, think about where you were a year ago. Like a year ago in September, we thought we were going to lose her. Anyway, that's a rabbit trail, but I just really appreciate because I have had people email me and tell me they have prayed for her and your prayers. Honestly, I believe that is the only reason she is alive and walking and back home after a year in the nursing home. She's back home, which is great. Anyway, so I took her to get her hair done right next door was a Tuesday morning store. And, uh, so I went in and I thought, Oh, this is going to be so fun. And I cannot tell you how many times I picked something up, put it in my basket and then went back and put it back on the shelf because I see things differently now. I see the future when I pick something up. I don't always see it immediately because there is that part of me that just goes, oh, neat stuff, cool stuff. Yay, I love neat stuff, cool stuff. Um, but I pick it up and I, in a, in a moment, I have this kind of shake my head reality check and I realize I don't need this. I don't know where I'm going to put this. I don't, I don't know where, no, I, I think we could live without this. That's a lifestyle of decluttering because the me before I started this blog, the me before I started going crazy decluttering all the time and analyzing it and all that kind of stuff through the writing that I was doing. I didn't think that way. I thought, oh, cool, neat stuff. I want it. And I just got it because I mean, now I wasn't a huge spender. I it was, if it was a great price, that was the clincher for me to think, oh, well, I absolutely have to have this. So I would grab things because they were a great price and I would take it home and think, well, if it's really cool and it's a great price, it never occurred to me that I also needed to consider, do I actually need it? And do I have a place for it in my home? Um, so that is a gradual thing that has happened through decluttering, not by reading about decluttering even though I totally want you to do that as you read my stuff, but through the experience of decluttering, I have changed my mindset on that. Okay. So one of the things to remember for me is I am a master reclutterer. Okay. So I can declutter and then I end up with clutter again, but every time I do, it's less than it was the time before, because that first base layer of stuff that I absolutely didn't need and never need is gone. Never needed is gone. 
Okay. Because of the main, that first main thing, but it still gets recluttered with little random things or things that just end up in my home. But if I'm not bringing in as much stuff, because I have this new mindset of, I don't need these things, or what am I actually going to do with this? Where am I going to put it? I'm not bringing in as much stuff. I'm, um, that first main tough to decide layer is gone. Um, it's easier to go back and re declutter. So I reclutter because that's just what happens in my house and my personality, but then I need to re declutter and re decluttering is easier than decluttering. I have no idea if that made sense, but whatever. Okay. Um, all right. So another thing to remember is if you've ever walked into a normal person's home and in case you're new, I just call people who aren't slobs normal. It's me being funny. <laughs> anyway, um, if you've ever walked into a normal person's home and thought, which if you're anything like me, you have, how do they do this? How do they keep their home clutter free? How is, do they, you know, how is it that they have so little stuff or, you know, why, you know, why does their house look neater than mine all the time? Even though I, you know, rang their doorbell unexpectedly, whatever. Um, Normal people, as I have learned, are ruthless about getting rid of stuff. They are, they just get rid of stuff. It's, it's, and here's the thing. That's great to know, but what does that actually mean? Well, here's what it means. Here's what I have figured out that that means. So you can tell me that normal people are ruthless about getting rid of stuff great. How do they do that? Um, do they just run around and throw things in the trash? Actually, yes, they do. Okay. My normal friend who has helped me before, and I've written about her before, she's probably not really normal because she loves to clean, (laughs) but she came over and helped me with some stuff. This is several years ago, early in the blog. And, um, I would just watch her and she was just fast and she didn't, she didn't sit there and, and worry and debate over things. She just, you know, said, Hey, do you need this? Okay. You know, and she would say, she's like, I would just throw this in the trash, but I'm, you know, she wouldn't do that because it was me and she wanted me to get to make the decision. But she just explained, she said, if I don't know what to do something, I throw it away with something. I don't know what, yeah. Oh my goodness. If I don't know what to do with something, I throw it away. That's what she would say. That was her natural thing. Okay. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp Projects. So many projects. Taking care of all the things gets overwhelming. So when I get that feeling of overwhelm, I know I need to take steps to make my mental well-being a priority. Having someone to talk to, like a BetterHelp therapist, can really help. This time of year, 
is always busy. But with my youngest child graduating from high school, we have lots of extra projects that need my attention. I know from experience that these are the times when it feels extra helpful and essential to talk through my emotions with my therapist. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with a licensed therapist. The online platform simplifies the process. It's accessible and affordable. After answering a short questionnaire, you can choose whether you prefer to meet via phone call, video, or live chat. And you can plan your sessions at your convenience to suit your schedule. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com clean today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash clean. Y'all know I am all about identifying what things you can do to make overwhelming tasks possible. Buying a home or selling a home can be completely overwhelming. Finding just the right realtor can make the whole process so much easier. That's why I want to tell you about Redfin. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes and sends you personalized recommendations. So finding the home that's perfect for you has never been easier. See something you like? Book a tour straight from the app. And when you're ready to buy an experienced local Redfin agent can guide you through the whole process. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents know how to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents. With a listing fee as low as 1%, Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards your next home. I know firsthand what a difference having the right real estate agent can make. We would have been lost without ours when we bought our current home and sold our old home a couple of years ago. Download the Redfin app to get started. So what does it mean that they're ruthless about getting rid of stuff? It means that when you come to that moment of looking at something and having that moment of hesitation, people like me have the moment of hesitation and think, well, I should keep it. And I'll decide later, you know, that I'm going to get rid of it if I need to get rid of it. If I'm not sure if I should have this in my house, people like me automatically decide to keep it because I'm not sure. People like her have something that they pick up and they think, I don't know what to do with this. So their automatic reaction is to get rid of it because they don't know what to do with it, where I would keep it because I didn't know what to do with it. That's the little turning point. Okay. So what does that look like? Well, you know, I, um, my sister-in-law keeps a beautiful home, absolutely beautiful. And, um, we had a something or other, and you know, there was stuff to take home and, you know, something was super cute. And it was like, Hey, do you want this? And her question was, why, why would I want that? Um, where I realized my question is, well, why not? You know, why versus why not? Not when somebody offers you something, you don't have to ask them why, because you know, it's your decision, but realizing that people whose homes aren't cluttered ask, why do I need to bring that in my home? As opposed to my natural reaction being, why not bring it in my home? Why would I not keep that? They ask, why would I keep that? Got it. Okay. Um, pre-made decisions. This is something that I have, uh, started trying to find places to do this. You know, I talk a lot about the pre-made decision of, I have to run my dishwasher every night. That's just what I have to do to keep my house under control. I don't get to make that decision because I don't make good cleaning decisions. Um, same thing with clutter. 
with, with those kinds of things that just kind of continually come into your life. And I know that because when I declutter something, I find tons of them. I find tons of free pens. I find, which I'm, I'll just be honest. I'm never going to say no to a free pen because pens are awesome and we never can find them. Um, but you know, I find different little brochures and things for things that I don't care about. Oh my goodness. I could look that information up on the internet. I don't need this brochure, but when I declutter such and such space, I'm always finding a bunch of brochures. So it takes, I take that and I say, okay, it triggers something in my head because I've had so much experience decluttering brochures that when someone offers me a brochure, it makes this little uh, thing go in my head because I've had, I've gotten rid of so many. That experience brings about this moment of hesitation when somebody hands me a brochure that I know I don't actually want. Okay. And it helps me to say, I'm not going to bring brochures home unless it's something I'm going to act on today, unless it's something I'm going to actually for sure do. Otherwise I can take a picture of it with my phone so that I can remember, oh yeah, I wanted to look into such and such place or whatever. And if somebody forces the brochure upon me, I'm going to throw it in the trash. The next trash can I see, I know, I know, but if they won't take no for an answer, then fine. I'll throw it in the, or the recycling bin. Definitely the recycling bin. (laughs) would never throw it in the trash, but the recycling bin or whatever it is that's most immediate and accessible. I'm just going to get rid of that. Okay. Because I don't need it. That's a pre-made decision. Other things, um, used up gift cards, getting rid of those, uh, tissue paper from, uh, gift bags. I don't keep that tissue paper because guess what? it collects dust. It's got dust in it. And then it gets all crumpled. And then I get it out again and I start sneezing and it looks kind of tacky because it's kind of, you know, wrinkled and crinkled and it can, it's obvious that it's been reused. So I don't do that anymore. I don't keep those things. So just making those decisions ahead of time frees up. That's part of my lifestyle of decluttering because it keeps me from having to have a decluttering project later. Um, a big part of the problem here is, my project mentality, looking at everything as a project. Well, a project is a project because it has a beginning, a middle and an end. Well, if I'm thinking of every single item that comes in my home as part of a future decluttering project, then I'm thinking of it as I need to wait until I can start until the beginning of that decluttering project to make this decision. And so I put that off and I procrastinate on making that decision now. Where realizing, wait a minute, it does not work for me to just wait for things to build up into project status. Instead, it's a daily, constant thing that needs to be happening. So then I look at one individual item and I say, I can get rid of this individual item right now. I don't have to wait until later when I have time to do a decluttering project. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, a moment, you know, recognizing those moments of hesitation. I read a blog post this week um, where I talk about uh, a coffee cup, and I think my mom might have bought it and left it here. Um, I think she left it as a gift. I don't think she left it for herself. Uh, whatever. Anyway, it's gone now. Um, but there was a coffee cup that she bought. I think she got it at Dollar Tree or something. And I started to use it, and then I looked inside, and there was a little bubble, you know, like the... Um, on ceramics or whatever. I'm, I'm not 
an expert in any of that. So I don't know if I'm calling it the right thing, but um, there was a little bubble and the bubble was like popped, you know, so there was some sort of unsealed part in this cup. And I hesitated because uh, bacteria can get in there, right? And that can't flu, you know, and I don't really want my coffee in something that's not completely and totally sealed. And uh, anyway, um, that moment of hesitation that I had, I realized that I hesitated and almost put it back in the coffee cup cabinet because that's my natural inclination. Why would I not keep it? I keep it instead of getting rid of it. You know, I don't know what to do. So I keep it, um, waiting for it to, Oh, I'll, I'll, I need to declutter my coffee cups at some point, instead of just saying this moment of hesitation because of a lifestyle of decluttering, because of lots of decluttering experience, I can recognize this moment of hesitation as something that's going to happen again. So I'm not using this today, which means that when I pull it out tomorrow, I'm not going to have changed my philosophy on unsealed coffee cups. I'm not going to want to use it tomorrow and I'm not going to want to use it the next day. My husband will never notice that little bubble that's unsealed. And so he's going to use it. Well, I don't want him using it because if I don't think it's healthy, then I don't want him using it. So I took the coffee cup and I threw it in the trash because I also don't want to put it in the donate box where somebody else is going to use something that I have considered to be unhealthy or, you know, I mean, so it's just this realizing, oh, okay, even though this is a mental dilemma for me, it's actually super easy. And then once it's in the trash, it's done. And I never have to have those moments of hesitation and those moments of, should I use this or whatever? I don't have to have those again. It's over. It's done. It's gone. Okay. So recognizing those moments of hesitation as what they are, this is clutter. If I'm hesitating to use it, it's clutter. If there's something in my home that I don't use and I'm never going to use, it's clutter and it needs to go. And it can go now. It doesn't need to wait for a project. Um, decluttering as decluttering becomes normal for me, as I start to change the way I look at things, as I start to be willing to get rid of one thing, as I have a moment of realization that I'm never actually going to use it, that starts to become normal for my family. Um, in the beginning, it's not. I mean, you know, they, my kids, I realized my kids attachments, attachment to stuff had a lot to do with my own attachment to stuff. This is how I interact with things I keep instead of getting rid of. I think why not versus why that's just, if that's how I view stuff, that's how my kids learned to view stuff. And as I started to go, Oh, you know what? I don't really like the way these pants fit. Okay. I'm going to get rid of them as they started to see, not that I get dressed in the living room or anything, but as they started to see me deal with things like, Oh, this coffee cup has a flaw. Okay. We don't need it. That started to become their normal. Part of that is having a donate box in a donate spot where they know where it is at all times. They interact with that donate box on a regular basis. Um, you know, if pants are too small, if my sons walk into the kitchen and they have grown overnight, which, oh my word really does happen. Um, if they walk in and the pants that they have on are two inches short, I say, go take those off, go change the pants that you're wearing, which slacks or trousers. I know I'm sorry for those of you who live somewhere else. Um, 
But if they are, if they change, you know, take those off, go put them in the donate box and wear something else that fits. Okay. Find something else that fits. Um, it, it becomes that natural thing of they don't have to go, what? Put it where? They know where the donate box is. Go stick those in the donate box. That's just a thing. Or, you know, they kind of look at a toy and they're like, uh, this book, uh, I don't know. Okay. If you don't want it, if you have that moment of hesitation, go put it in the donate box. That's part of a lifestyle of decluttering is that just being our normal instead of what are you talking about mother? Um, let's see. And and, you know, it's little things like, you know, I mean, how obvious is it when some, when you put something on and it's too small, not for me, uh, but for my kids, when I, when they put something on, it's too small. I mean, how duh is it? that it immediately needs to get donated, but it didn't used to be that way. That was not the automatic thing. Oh, that's too small. Go find something else. So then they would go and they would either throw the thing in the laundry pile, even though they, you know, had just tried it on and that's it. Um, or they would shove it back in their drawer or whatever. And then it becomes waiting for a decluttering project when I'm going to get rid of clothes instead of just that thing needs to go straight to the donate box. Um, Okay. Let me see how long I've been talking. I know. Don't y'all. Okay. 25 minutes. I'm going to call it quits there. Um, so basically the main thing to remember is it's all based on experience. The stuff does not come naturally to me by any means. Um, and, but it's through having decluttered thoughtfully so many different things that I can see clutter before it enters my house or sooner once it's in my house, I can identify things as clutter and having those systems in place to go ahead and get rid of it. You know, systems in place being a donate box and also the willingness to get rid of broken stuff, to get rid of stuff that really shouldn't or can't be used. You know, accepting that. I know, I believe me, I am the person who kept puzzles with half the pieces missing forever thinking, well, I need to eventually, um, you know, someday those puzzle pieces will turn up. Well, yeah, they, they probably would. But over time I realized, you know what, this is too much for me to have this puzzle in my home waiting for the puzzle pieces to turn up so that I can then donate it. You know what? I'm just going to get rid of it. I'm just going to throw it away. I, I know, I know there's, it's tough or broken toys, things that don't work anymore. And you think, well, you know what? We've kind of grown out of this and all that, but I'll bet you there's somebody out there who would want to fix this. Y'all, this world is full of so much junk. I mean, you know, go to a thrift. No, don't go to the thrift store because you know, whew, that's like Tuesday morning on, um, steroids or something. But I mean, you at thrift stores, I mean, I, I I see a lot of times, you know, just pieces of things. And I, and I used to be the person who would look at the pieces of things and think, Ooh, pieces of things. I bet you I could do something with that. And I would buy it. And I was that person. And, but I never did anything with it, you know? So kind of, you know, helping that person down the road, who's going to pay money for it and then never do anything with it. You know, I mean, there are people who really do stuff with things with stuff, but, um, you know, just going ahead and giving yourself permission. If something's broken, if it's totally unusable, if it doesn't have all of its pieces, it is okay to throw it away. If you have accessible recycling, do that. Absolutely. But it is okay to just 
throw it away or recycle it. I mean, you know, it, it, yeah, getting it out of your house is the most important thing. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Okay. Um, I said I would give more details on being a patron for those of you who would like to do that. Um, I am so appreciative of those of you who are patrons. Um, again, we will have our private hangout Thursday, December 17th at 10 a.m. Central time. I will send an email, email out through the Patreon system, uh, that you will get the link to that hangout. Um, if you would like to be a patron, if you would like to support what we do here at A Slob Comes Clean, then uh, just go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash A Slob Comes Clean or go to A Slob Comes Clean dot com slash podcasts with an S. Um, for those of you who are, which you probably aren't listening if, anyway, whatever, um, don't, f- I have a new mobile design um, which is supposed to be better, but I just found out today that, um, for some reason, my podcast little playing bar is not in that new mobile system. And I am so terribly sorry about that. Um, if for some reason you went to your regular computer, even though you would normally listen to it on your phone directly from the post, um, I, I, I'm just, I'm so sorry about that. And I am trying to get it fixed. Uh, but in the meantime, don't forget you can listen in iTunes or in Stitcher. I think it's stitcher.com slash a slob comes clean. And that will have, um, my podcast there. Okay. So, and you can do that from your phone in case you really want to listen to from your phone. All right. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I think I will podcast next week, but it's not absolutely totally guaranteed. Um, because we are getting into close to Christmas, but don't forget to go to a slob comes clean.com slash club to sign up for the email list, uh, that will get you an alert when, um, my video club goes live for the national week of decluttering. I don't really know that it's the national week of decluttering, but it should be. Okay. I'll talk to you later. Bye.